0: Top 10 Layer Zero and Interoperability Altcoins.
1: We've gone through all the projects in these sectors, and we identified the top 10 that you need to know about.
0: Welcome to the BeanPod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks. Use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This
1: episode of The Beam
0: Pod is sponsored by BitGet. BitGet is the most user-friendly and secure crypto trading platform for both beginners and experienced traders. BitGet is the best place to not only trade Bitcoin and Ethereum, but also all the small cap gems that we discuss every day. With 24-7 customer support, leveraged trading, and a wide array of other advanced features, BitGet sets itself apart from every other centralized exchange. Through Beanstalk's official partnership with BitGet,
1: you'll receive 15% off all trading fees when you sign up using the referral link in the description.
0: Welcome to the BeanPod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. This is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the top 10 layer zero and interoperability altcoins.
1: Absolutely. So look... There is a ton of projects out there that claim to be interoperable with this chain and that chain and different layer zeros, et cetera. And there's a huge need for layer zeros and interoperable altcoins and projects for the future, especially as it pertains to DeFi, CBDCs, et cetera. So this is another one of those drafts that we typically do. We've done it for Metaverse, we've done it for gaming, low cap gems. So we're gonna go back and forth. We're gonna pick five projects each, Shane one, that Rockbridge scissors ahead of time, unfortunately. As I always do. So that sucked <laughs> for me because I already know who the number one pick is going to be. <laughs> In my opinion, it's the only one. Yeah. i fucking blast them all over Twitter, 24 seven. But I just wanted to highlight uh, a few key reasons why Layer Zero is so important. Yeah. Uh, um. So a, la- a Layer Zero blo- block, a Layer Zero blockchain is made up of three key elements. It's got main chain, side chains, and cross chain transfer protocols. Basically. Like liquidity can be very fragmented when everything's stuck on Ethereum only or BSC only. Mm. You need this thin layer that interoperates amongst all the blockchains to allow you know, dApps to be built and cross-chain where they can be utilized by every, everyone. That's what leads to mass adoption.
0: Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And when you think about it and you, you look at all the headlines that continue to come out of Web3, the future is multi-chain, cross-chain, multi-chain. You're not just going to have every Web3 dApp built on one blockchain. They're going to be enterprises building across so many different layer 1s and there's going to be a need for easy communication between them and that's where interoperability and layer 0 projects come into play.
1: Yeah, so and the problem with a, when when they're when you use bridges, that's when the security hacks occur. Right. So a layer 0 prevent prevents these things. Yeah.
0: All right, let's jump right into it. As Josh mentioned, I had the first pick and <laughs> there is without a doubt this is this is the LeBron James of layer 0 interoperability. it's, yeah. th- it's the king. This yeah. is the king. It's a sector leader, well-respected. It's working with all of the big players, both in Web 2 and in Web 3. I'm talking about Quant, right? <laughs> it's obviously Quant. Um, they also just inked a partnership with the Bank of England to start building their CBDC. Uh, we provide updates for Quant on this show all the time. Three to five months ago, I can't remember when it was, but we talked about how they had started working with that company called UST yes. to start building CBDCs for countries. Yeah. And now, sure enough, we see with the first of their big announcements, they're working with the Bank of England to build their CBDCs. Um, what's not to love about Quant? Their, their tokenomics are great. Yeah. Very low supply of tokens, almost all in circulation, I think around 80%. Um, right now, it's the number 38th ranked crypto. It's, it usually holds up pretty well in the bear markets. $1.5 billion market cap. They've been they've worked with Oracle. They've worked with AWS. Then now they're working with be, head, uh, central banks of companies or countries to do CBDCs. This is the king of interoperability.
1: Bank of International Settlements, which controls like everything. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a fact, you know, they have uh, Gilbert who's on Twitter. He's transparent. You know who the team is. They also have their QRC for NFT interoperability. It's available to the public enterprises. So now it's like, it's it's out there now. Mm -hmm. And you have to utilize a token to gain access to the proprietary technology. To me, this is just a tech slash software company that's undervalued. You know, you look at I make this comparison all the time. There's software companies out there on the stock market that have market caps 10 times bigger than this project. Yep. And this is going to be working with everybody in due time. The fact that everybody doesn't just fucking pour in like all their s- savings into this. Like, <laughs> <they're, laughs> no financial <they're laughs> advice. Not, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it just kind of blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. So, I like yeah. It. I mean, it's, and the fact that they, are, it's, it's, it's security. So we just saw that huge polygon hack as well. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen with quant. Three lines of code, proprietary tech, you got to hold the token. Like, what is there not to love about Connecting
0: blockchains and operating systems all around the world on Web3. With this massive is, partners. Yeah, this is a massive gem. And my, welcome to my team as the number one layer <laughs> zero in interoperability pick, quant. You win, you win. Yeah. Game Draft over. over. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Tune into <laughs> the next episode. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What do you got?
1: All right, for me... I'm going to go to the internet, blockchains. I'm going to Cosmos. Yep. It's like the OG layer zero. This is where all, some of the biggest names out there were created. Uh, you know, Binance is created out of it. Crypto.com was created out of it. All the AI plays. Every artificial intelligence uh, platform has been built out of Cosmos. It's like our
0: favorite, chain.
1: Like Yep. Um, this is the hub of AI. So it's not technically a blockchain. It kind of represents a standardized development toolkit that facilitates interoperability. <laughs> So they've done, they have $47 billion under asset. Wow. Absolutely incredible. They adjusted their tokenomics, mm, I believe, about six to eight months ago. That's the big thing. That was huge. So the fact that, you know, now they have that cap supply, they've, you know, all those things, I think is really excellent for the token price. So basically, you can create your own blockchain, it operates at its own, it's sovereign, but you get the interconnected, uh, the IBC of it and the easy deployment, and it's just Everything you're looking for in the layer zero, yeah, and so that's Cosmos
0: for sure. For for me, for Cosmos, I had them. That was number two on my list as well. Um, this is like like a player that comes into a league that can do everything right except has one major flaw, and they fix the flaw. It's yeah. like okay, this guy he can rebound, he can score, but he can't shoot threes or he, he, now he doesn't he play doesn't play defense. Yeah, and that was the tokenomics. They had shit tokenomics. And they fixed the start. It. They fix it. Now it's a five to a player. Cosmos is a great interaction. I think it's absolutely being post for a huge career moving forward. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Absolutely love this kid. All right, number two pick for me, I'm going to go with, <laughs> I'm going to go with Change. Right. Yeah. So this guy, he's sleek, he's fast, and he's very easy to use, and still somewhat of a hidden gem because he's not available on a lot of exchanges. There's only a select few people on Twitter that talk about him, um, but when you're talking about interoperability, cross-chain, swapping tokens across different chains easily, Change is one of the, maybe the top platform platform just for that specific function. And we were lucky enough in Austin, Texas to meet the founder of Change. Yes. And he pulled his, he literally, he met Josh and I at a bar. He found out who we were. He pulled his phone out (laughs) and he just, he showed us how quick and easy it was. Like, all right, this is, I built this platform. We're going to swap hundred million USDT, blah, blah, like, you know, just showing us examples. And it was quick, easy, seamless. And like, I I haven't, very rarely have I seen a platform that works so well and so easy. And in web three, a lot of platforms are clunky, they fail. They're not easy to use. There are all kinds of signups and KYCs. This is, this is decentralized, interoperable. It does exactly what you want to do when you're swapping coins across chains. And that's what interop, that's a big function of interoperability. So for me, this is, is a player that I want on my team. Right now, it's, it's only ranked 430th by market cap with a $35 million market cap, 75 million diluted. So this is a lot of room to run once people start to realize why change is, is, is doing what it's doing. It also... They have a decentralized wallet to yeah. match with their decentralized swap. Yep. So it's kind of building new skills in its kind of repertoire. Yeah,
1: I mean, if it wasn't for being the CEO and seeing him show us how much liquidity they actually have and like mm-hmm. how easy it was to make that swap and how, how little money you lose on the swap, because that's a problem with a lot of the different DEXs and whatnot. And you know, we try to make a swap on Uniswap, even if it fails, you spend like a hundred bucks. Yeah, Fucking bullshit. So I wanted to look into why um, these guys are so good. And basically... Most dexes aggregate liquidity from a single chain per transaction. This one aggregates liquidity across all chains simultaneously. So right. it's able to draw all that liquidity at once. So that's really, 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 really unique. I believe it's the only one of the only ones out there that does it. I like it. And I think with KuCoin and uh, all these other platforms going KYC. This should drive some people to the platform. Good catalyst. I can really see that, and this is the same guy who created AnySwap, which was like a billion-dollar market cap That's or right. something at some point, right? Yep. So, but this is definitely a, I had it on my list, definitely one of the top ones I was looking at for sure. All right, so for my number two pick, I'm going to go with ICP, and the reason I'm going to say this is because it kind of like absorbs chains. <laughs> Listen to me. It, it integrates with other blockchains, so they're already doing it with. <laughs> think about it. They they already they're wrapping tokens and turning. So they're doing it with Bitcoin. <laughs>
0: flag. flag, on the play. on the play. <laughs> it's it's it's
1: only you're only viewing you're doing that now because you're viewing it as they're not doing it yet. But they well, are it's a layer do, one blockchain. But it's the fact that it's going to be interoperable with all chains. And It's how they're doing it. They're doing it with that they have it with the CK Bitcoin. They're doing with CK ETH. So the fact that they're wrapped tokens um, and it's an interchain communication that they have being built with the technology. So it's called chain key cryptography, and basically it just allows them to. It's a direct integration, so there's no bridges, but they all interoperate and will be utilized within ICP as they continue to roll it out. They're done with Bitcoin. They're doing it with Ethereum, and they're going to do it with every chain. I mean, so I'm being forward thinking with how this is being played out.
0: You could make a case for almost every layer one <laughs> blockchain. If you're gonna, if you're gonna classify a layer one blockchain as a layer zero and interoperable, you could you could probably make that case for almost every layer one blockchain. Well, a, I'm gonna let you have it. It's a direct. But inter- I'm just saying you could. I could then say you know near protocol and, and this and then every, everything's an interoperable because they all have their interoperability parts about them. It's a direct. It was. It was hard to. It's
1: the direct integration and how it kind of just absorbs it that I find interesting which is going to eliminate the bridges which is what we talked about which is what the interoperable plays do and the layer zeros are doing icp is like in everything and i can i see the way that this is moving and i can i'm piecing together things ahead of time yeah yeah. you know i know you're you're kind of stuck in the past and all these things but i can see icp being this huge interoperable play as this technology rolls out with the chain key cryptography.
0: We'll, we'll let the viewers decide, uh, you know, it was was that flag warranted? Does that open up an entire can of worms to make this draft completely different than what it was meant to be? Or, you know, I do like ICP, so I'll allow the pick. I did throw a flag on it, though. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I love ICP. It's a layer one blockchain. so I'm aware, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: okay, well, I'm taking this from, a, from the interoperable side. No, it's good, it's
0: I'm good. taking it from the interoperable yeah, side. That's yeah, yeah, good. Alright, uh, that was your number two pick. Uh, number three pick. I'm going to go with Bitcoin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, Alright, I'm going to go with, I'm sticking with um, the the foundation of the draft. Layers, no one's picked a, a small, like a smaller cap gem, layer zero, Constellation. Right. Constellation. Dag, the ticker. Like this is, we, talked, we used to talk about Constellation quite a bit on the show. Um, the community is rabid. Like, This guy's got, this player's got a ton of fans. Everyone loves Constellation. They made a lot of fanfare when they had that um, partnership with the U.S. government. I think it was the the military or the Navy or the Army or one of those ones. So we know that they're connected to, you know, we talked about that, the wartime stocks on that last stocks episode. Companies that are connected to big names like the U.S. government, you know, whatever your opinion of them is, that's a big name partnership. So they're making inroads. Constellation think about the name constellation connecting the dots, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's a, it's, it is the definition of a layer zero interoperability blockchain. They're connecting. It's like a, a, another layer for other layer one blockchains or layer twos to connect across. Um, it's right now. It's, it's, it's the market cap is fell significantly. So I think it's a good value pick. It's only around a $45 million market cap, 130 million fully diluted. As I said, working with the department of defense since 2019, the air force since 2021, it's similar to quant that it's looking at big data on a like federal institutional level and it's all about security. If you're going to think about if the Department of Defense and Air Force are going to pick a company to work with, the security of this company has to be airtight. You can't have the US military data being leaked, right? Mm. So that proves to me that constellation data and their cybersecurity, and we all talk about how important cybersecurity is. So it has a lot of things going with it. I think it's one of the best risks to reward ratios by market cap in the layer zero category. So I'm happy to have them on my team.
1: Yeah, nice pick. I like it. we talked about them a lot and you're right. They do have a rabid community out there and you you really need that right now in the altcoin space. You do. I'm gonna go with the quant of supply chain and I'm going with Morpheus Network. <laughs> yeah, may, I may mean you're not doing your research too good, but I can tell you that. This sits in between web two and web three. Same thing what quant does. It's it's bringing uh, the web, web two companies. They can, they can put these lines of code in and then they can interact with web three and all these other things, right? CBDCs, all that stuff. So with this, interoperability is achieved by leveraging other technologies through the Morpheus network middle layer. It's a middleware layer that they have. So it interacts with all the APIs that currently exist with the integrations of Swift, DHL, you know, all it, FedEx, all these massive companies. So it doesn't actually require them having to change everything. This is in the middle layer. And the also fact that it's cross-border, so it's compliant with every single country that's out there. So I see it from an interoperable standpoint from that perspective and how all these companies from Web 2 can interact with Web 3 and it's compliant and all of those things.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like Constellation. It's something that we used to talk about a lot on this show, Morpheus Network. <sighs> Uh, we've kind of gone silent on them a bit as the market cap keeps dropping and dropping and dropping, but now could be uh, you know a, a good potential time to to move on something like Morpheus Network.
1: And here's the other thing that I don't think people, many people recognize, is the fact that it is multi-blockchain support. Um, it's the fact that's designed to work with multiple blockchains as well. It's, right. So this is a pro- project that already works with a thousand plus big name companies that work with Coca Cola, and it's one of the few projects out there that actually generates revenue. So the fact that it has like this middleware layer that all the blockchains can use, all the ERP systems Mm. sits in the middle of Web 2, Web 3 and cross-border. I could see this being a massive play in the future.
0: For sure. Definitely pushing the boundaries on the definition of the uh, draft again. It's that thin layer like quant sits in between. I man, Don't know about that one, but uh, I like it because I like the project. I won't. It's an
1: interoperability supply chain play. Uh,
0: Yeah, but again, like every single project in crypto, they'll have the word interoperability on their website somewhere. So like you could be like, oh, Ethereum, you know, whatever is interoperability. But well, luckily, it's called the Layer Zero slash interoperability uh, play. So we'll have to be more specific with our definitions of these. Well, so so for example,
1: (laughs) just for example, there's a there's there's let's say router protocol. You familiar with that one?
0: Roots is.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Route. That's a layer one, but it's designed for cross chain interoperability. Yeah. So it's not layer zero, but it's what it's what it does. So it uses Cosmos. Yeah. So that
0: one, I that's that was. But it's a layer. But it's a
1: layer one. Yeah. And but it it enables projects to use utilize multiple chains while building the DApps. Yep. So you can. It's an interoperable play. There's layer ones that can be
0: interoperable. I mean, yeah. So yeah, that's the thing about interoperability. You could basically say that. All twenty thousand projects are interoperable because it's like, oh, look, it's on it's on BSC and Ethereum, it's interoperable. You yeah. know, if you're gonna stress the definition, and I like I like stretching definitions and and living outside of the box. But <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Um, this is my number four pick now. Yeah, four pick. All right, I'm gonna go with Moonbeam. So as we know, Polkadot is one of the lo- the most successful, probably one of the most OG and successful layer zeros by definition. And Moonbeam, as we know, is basically what brings smart contracts to Polkadot. And we've covered Polkadot in the past. We've done our truth about Polkadot. And we don't really love Polkadot. You know, maybe it's, it's like an old school chain that kind of maybe it seems to have passed it by. But from a risk to reward um, point of view, looking at market cap, Moonbeam, you know, uh, so Polkadot, Polkadot market cap is $7 billion. Moonbeam, which is bringing smart contracts to Polkadot, only has $170 million market cap. So the risk, you know, if if Polkadot's going to do a 10x in the next bull run, Moonbeam could do a 50x. That's why we like Moonbeam. It's kind of like a post hype sleeper in the NBA draft. Mm. It got out there; everyone's talking about Moonbeam, Polkadot, smart contracts, massive interoperability play. Um, It obviously went down, you know, ninety eight percent because of all the token dilution. But now most of the tokens are becoming in circulation. That's when we start to look at things. You know, like we start to look at Casper Network after the dilution occurred, right? Yeah. So Moonbeam, uh, it's 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 basically going to become the heart. The heart, the center of Polkadot, which is a massive interoperability play. They have parachains to do all kinds of different things. They connect with Ethereum, Polkadot, Cosmos, all kinds of things. So for me, Moonbeam being the heart of one of the largest and most significantly respected Layer Zeros. That's another thing about Polkadot. Institutions love Polkadot because it's one of the oldest uh, cryptos, which makes it one of the most trustworthy. You know, it's been around since 2016 or something like that, maybe even before. So when when institutions and the regulations come in and they start to pile into these large cap altcoins, Polkadot and by by you know Nature Moonbeam could see a significant tailwind. So
1: that's a yeah. Good thing. My only problem with that is that Polkadot is like when we're at consensus, it just seemed like the most boringest tent of all. There's just no hype there, and just, yeah, like lackluster projects and stuff. I mean. I guess that's why Moonbeam was over on its on its own. On its own, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I
0: like how it wasn't. It was
1: like we're with them, but we're kind of different. Yeah, Yeah. Dot just seems like I don't know, but you're right. Yep, that's a that was when we were talking to Moonbeam. That that is the one project out of all of them that I'm like, yeah, that that and uh, whatever Aventus was doing too, which is kind of unique. But that was a layer too. I'm gonna go one with one that I don't think anybody's ever heard of, and that's Icon. Okay, so so not on my list. Trades uh, under the ticker ICX. I see this as a play for developers. You write the code once and you can deploy it everywhere. So they already have uh, a whole bunch of chains connected via this thing called blockchain transmission protocol. So they're already with uh, Binance Smart Chain, Near, Harmony, Moon River, Polkadot, Ethereum, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically it enables developers to build cross-chain dApps with a single interface. So I can see the mass adoption occurring the fact that they're building, nobody's one's really ever heard of them. Right. This is me scouting out, you know, the young kid in high school yeah, again. I like it. Once it starts to actually hit the mainstream, that's when I can really see it uh, picking up. This is actually founded by Korea's largest fintech holding company as well.
0: Okay, interesting. Yeah. What's the market cap on that one? Uh, I believe it's 200 mil. Okay, wow. Yeah. Interesting that I've never heard of it. I-K-O-N? I- I- yeah. Okay. I feel uh, like ICX I should... is the ticker. ICX. Yeah
1: but it's called Icon. Interesting. Um, basically, like it. it's a blockchain protocol that aims to connect various independent blockchains through its loop chain technology. Write once, deploy everywhere. I can see, when we were down consensus, it was all the projects we're focusing on developing and building.
0: Mm.
1: You're not seeing them all doing marketing right now. And there's a reason for that. They're, they they got to get this infrastructure going, all that stuff. I can see this. This would be a place where developers can go to a place and then deploy it everywhere. I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me, and I yeah. can see this one gain some traction later on.
0: I like it. Interesting pick. All right, for my last pick, I'm I'm gonna yeah again maybe <clears throat> push the definition of of the categories a little bit here, but do it when you talk <laughs> about yeah when you talk about interoperability, cross chain, multi chain. I you know I already took change as basically the swap, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pair a player with change that is also working in that swap interoperability play and that's KyberSwap. Mm. So Kyber Network, um, one of the best things about Kyber Network as we always talk about is it has access to over 10,000 tokens across seven different chains and they're always adding new chains. So when you talk about interoperability, you're talking about access and swapping different things across different chains. Now we, all, we, we talked about, we've been talking about Kyber AI recently, which is their new um, basically New technology that uses AI to spot trends to find crypto projects before they trend. And it gives it like a bullish or bearish rating. It's keeping track of net inflows and outflows from centralized exchanges, which tokens whales are buying and selling, all kinds of things. And what makes it interoperable and why I think it fits into this draft is because it's doing that across seven different chains. And you can swap across the chains using the platform. So like yeah. that's if you're looking at swapping or multi-chain or cross-chain, KyberSwap Swap is one of the dominant leaders in that space.
1: Yeah, so I believe the it's the Kyber AI seven chains, but the actual Dex itself is twelve chains, right? Twenty thousand tokens. So the Kyber AI is just a added bonus when we talk about plays. You know, like Change for example, Change didn't have this AI service that identifies bullish and bearish tokens exactly. ahead of time. Like the fact that this uh I, there was a tweet that came out and kyber ai was able to identify the crash of all those altcoins like right. about a month or two ago that's right before 15 minutes before it happened which is a lot that's a lot of time for, for trading for traders yep. it's a lot and the fact that you don't have to go into coin market cap and then figure out like what okay yep. what exchange can i get on you can literally just do it right from the platform where to buy
0: how to buy blah, blah, blah boom yep.
1: simple and the other fact um they just draw out like all the support lines or anything that's for you. really cool automatically
0: yeah. as well Pretty neat. Yeah, automatic support and resistant lines on every chart that Kyber AI has. So that's p- for people that are just getting to trading. Where is the support? Where is the resistance? Sometimes it's not that obvious. So yeah, like if you're if you're interested, check out. We'll, we'll drop the link to Kyber AI. Uh, it's like in alpha stages. We'll drop it in the description of the episode if you want to check it out. But uh, yeah, Kyber Swap, Kyber Network. Welcome to the team.
1: Like it, I like it a lot.
0: All right, last pick. What do you got? All right, now
1: that you've picked your whole team, would you put Or Chain on there? Uh, no. I mean. I at at like the hub. I, I view it as like an AI interoperable play.
0: I mean, I, I, you're really stretching it. Like, Yeah, all right, <laughs> all
1: right. Then I'm going to put an Injective on there. Okay. Injective is a custom interoperable. It is a layer one, mm-hmm. but...
0: Guy picks layer one. This whole team is a layer one. It's a layer zero draft. It's interoperable. <laughs> the,
1: this, the thing about this is it's future-proof because it's yeah. chain agnostic. So the fact that it's chain agnostic means it's compatible with multiple blockchains. It's flexibility. for I keep thinking from like a... A development perspective from the devs, because if teams are not building, then things aren't going to go anywhere. And this is built for institutions, and you can gain exposure to any market, anytime, anywhere. So basically, you're going to be able to trade forex, derivatives, all these things. Um, this is the fast one of the fastest growing ecosystems in crypto. In the first thirty days of mainnet going lo- live, they did a billion dollars. Uh, and here's what I actually like: it makes money. So sixty percent of all fees generated from the DApps. They actually go to an, a buyback and burn. The other forty percent goes to the developers. Right. So all the fees go to burning the token. The other forty percent go Debs. to paying the devs. So the fact that it's agnostic, meaning it can just it can literally just be any chain, anytime time. With the fact that it's compatible and it's built for DeFi and it's built for institutions, I can see this being a massive play. This is backed by Mark Cuban. Uh, in addition to Binance, it's got a huge backing. So.
0: Yeah. What, that I like. Injective has been one of the hottest altcoins of the year in 2023. It's been one of the best plays. If you bought it at its bear market bottom, I did not buy it at its bottom. However, I have been buying this token over the past like three months and it's been one of my best large cap holdings. Um, it's not one I've actually talked about, but you know, I've just kept am doing the background. I've, you could just see it has a massive rabbit community on Twitter. Yeah. People are talking about injective all the time. The chart has been looking great. It's been up only. The dips are getting bought up really quick. And for all those reasons that you said, I think there's it has still a lot of tailwinds to go. So that's a good pick.
1: There's not a there's not a lot of layer zeros out there. Like if we we're gonna no. do a layer zero draft, we'd have a dot and cosmos and the draft to be done.
0: And quant, yeah. You
1: know what I mean? But yeah. So you need to kind of bend things a little bit to make this draft work. Yeah. and I just view it from that interoperable st- side. For of things.
0: sure. Well, look, if you guys think that Josh, uh, <laughs> Josh, pushed the lines with too many flags, too many flags, maybe even deserves a suspension for next <laughs> for next one. But let us know in the comments which team you think is better. Is it mine, Jolly Green Investors, or Josh the Nifty Investors team? Give us some votes in the comments, and uh, also if you think Josh went too offside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, if I got to go first, I would definitely have had Quant and had that's all. That's all you need. Yep.
1: Literally all you need. Yeah. All right. Well, babe, hey, make sure you guys tune to the next episode. That
0: one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy. but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.